This Seattle Medium podcast is sponsored by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.ctacshops.com. Members of the African-American community are calling for increased action when it comes to curbing gun violence in the area. With two of the most recent shootings taking place in the central area, impacting Black-owned businesses and one endangering kids. Many people are looking for and demanding answers. With this morning to talk about this issue is Apollonia Washington, co-owner of Ape Raffle Learning Center in Seattle's central area. Good morning, Apollonia. Good morning. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. That's good. Um, Apollonia, uh, Apollonia, first of all, um, I know this might be a little more difficult for you this morning, but we have we have some time. Uh, can you tell our listening audience a little bit about um, your business and its location? Yeah, so um, on a learning center, um, we do early childhood education, not only early childhood education, but we do after-school enrichment programming for um, school-age children, 5 to 13 as well, as well as we give um, a lot back to the community. Um, we do give back, and so we be of service to the community. Right. Now, a recent shooting of a 47-year-old man took place right outside of your business uh, and shattered the windows in the process. Um, can you describe to our listening audience your account of what happened? Yes. So um, we're located on 23rd and Jackson. Um, I, I, I'll i never forget this day. Um, the children, we just finished our afternoon circle time, had a math program come in and do a demo uh, with the children because they wanted to share all about their math program. And they said our children... Um, models exactly uh, what they're looking for um, other children to do when it comes to engaging with this math program. So math program just left. We're transitioning, getting ready for afternoon snack. Um, The children are still laughing, everything. Some children are in line. Some children are um, still engaging. Uh, I hear... It was myself and three of my teachers in the classroom at the time with 24 children. Um, I hear bang, bang. Um, And I'm like, wow, sounds like somebody's throwing something. And me and one of my teachers look at each other and we're like, God, it's getting louder. Um, Then I started, I seen flash. 
and I immediately told all my uh, children, get on your hands and knees, start bear crawling to the bathroom. So they um, crawled to the bathroom. That last um, bing, it hit our um, front window in the classroom and shattered the window and went right through the window and landed in the classroom. Um, none of my children were injured. Um, are the staff, yet a bullet went through the front window. Um, yeah. Everything happened so fast. Literally happened so fast. But again, yeah. none of my children or the staff were injured. Um, just something I never thought we would have to experience, but we did. So. Yeah. yeah. How how yeah. How are the kids, the families, and your staff? How are they holding up so far? Yeah. So the children. What I learned from um, we had a a meeting with all my families. Um, just a private meeting with all my families. What I learned is the children. They don't know exactly what happened. They just think a lot of the children said that somebody threw. Um, a rock in their classroom window. Again, my staff, they did a great job with redirecting um, the children and making sure that they felt safe and comfortable all the while in the bathroom. Um, for the, far as the families, that's where um, we've been having to support their mental, you know, the parents because it's more traumatic for them. So um, providing them resources, having hard conversations, um, reassuring them that we are um, providing some extra safety measures when it comes to the Learning Center. And they all know that I've been advocating for change when it comes to area, the area since we relocated to 23rd and Jackson. So. All my families together, they're just, we're all, they're all like, what do we need to do? We're tired. Let's be a voice together. You know, what what can we do, Miss Apple, um, to stand with you? So that, right. that's now, always reassuring. Yeah. Now, in a press event held last week, um, you mentioned that the shooting could have been avoided and that business owners and concerned citizens like yourself have been calling on the city to provide more resources to the intersection of 23rd and Jackson because it is a hot spot yeah. for a number of different things. Uh, can you kind mm -hmm. of talk about uh, some of the issues uh, around the 23rd and Jackson intersection um, that you've been uh, advocating for uh, the city and uh, city officials and Metro uh, to try and address? Yeah, so um, I've reached out to the mayor, um, District 3 representatives, Metro, um, Vulcan, who owns that parking lot, um, a little bit of everyone. Um, you know, I'm born and raised from the Central District, so I know there's been crimes. I'm tired of the same narrative. There's things that can be done in safety measures that could have been put in place to prevent not only this incident that happened with the Learning Center, but previous incidents. Um, if people did accountability, um, I've been seeing other areas be cleaned up when people take accountability for 
of their areas uh, that need to be cleaned up. Um, so I, I've reached out for the past two years, hey, um, you know, us community members are, and us business owners, we're frustrated. Um, can we come up with a plan to make this area a safer place, not only for the learning center to, to feel comfortable, but for everyone who's in the community to feel comfortable to utilize their area, you know, where they live, where they work. And um, we know that this area can be a beautiful place if everyone works together. So um, it just so happens now. Now I have the voice, you know, out loud, things that I've asked for privately. Um, Can we get CSOs walking? Can, Can we have police patrolling the area? Um, things like that that could have been in place because I guarantee you this past week since they have been having the police truck up there on 23rd and Jackson I've been seeing high schoolers and families able to utilize that bus stop that's straight across from me where I've never been able to see them utilize the bus stop because there's either you have the um, homeless sleeping in there, you have the drug addicts, you have the dope dealers um, over there. People taking up space that it's frustrating for others. But this past week, it's been a beautiful site where everyone's been enjoying 23rd and Jackson in peace. Right. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Apollonia, it it seems that there has been less emphasis on the area since the departure of Starbucks, even though there's more businesses in the area with the opening of businesses like yours, Queen Care, Simply mm-hmm. Soulful, and others, um, which are all black-owned, uh, by the way. It just seems like there isn't the same uh, type of emphasis on public safety as it was before. Uh, would you say that's a fair statement or not? I would say that's partially a fair statement. Um, they had a lot of loitering when they, that's why Starbucks left, (laughs) you know, because of the crime that was in the area. Let's be truthful. They left because of how the area was. It wasn't, nobody was taking accountability for the area, whether it's Vulcan who owns that parking lot, um, our mayor, uh, district three representatives, they got tired. So I say that's partially, but it's more than that. You know, it really needs to be the community who comes together and take our community back and really just have our voices heard and our demands um, our demands answered and catered for. We want our 23rd in Jackson to be a safe haven for all. Right. And- Apollonia, with with that being said, you know, what is it that uh, people in our listening audience, people in the community um, can do to support your efforts and the rest of the advocates and business owners and concerned citizens in the area to try and get um, the officials from the various jurisdictions, whether it's from the city, whether it's from Metro, whoever, all doing their part? Uh, What is it that um, the average person sitting today can do to support you guys in helping to address this issue? 
Yeah, so I know we created a work group. Um, it started out where many of us community leaders and organizations and just people who live in the community came together uh, this past week and talked about what we can do as a community to get our um, our community back looking great and feeling safe. Um, reach out to me, aforapplelearningcenter.org, send an email, and um, just provide me with your email so that I'll be able to keep you in the loop for when we have these meetings. Um, our next meeting will be at Black Coffee, November 14th at 7 p.m. It's open for the uh, community again, and we're asking that youth come out because your voices are needed and wanted as well. Um, to share what you would like to see in our uh, community. I know I have council member um, Jeremiah's team. He wants to be a part of this work group, so they'll be joining as well. But it's time to hold everyone accountable so that we feel safe in our neighborhood. All right. Well, Apollonia, I want to thank you for joining us on today's show um, and, you know, just really want to support you and the families up there as well. This is a tragic incident we don't want to wish upon anybody, but it has occurred. Uh, we just want to wrap our arms around you as a community. Thank you. Always love you guys for supporting and um, being of outreach to us. So thank you guys. All right. Uh, on that note, I'd like everybody for tuning in for this edition of Rhythm and News. Be sure to pick up your copy this week's Seattle Meeting, where you read all sorts of today's show and much more. Also, check us out online at seattlemedium.com. Uh, if you want to subscribe, actually, if you want to uh, hear a segment of Rhythm and News uh, again or share with others, check out the podcast section on seattlemedium.com where you can hear podcasts for today and previous Rhythm and News shows. Rhythm and News podcasts are brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Well, that's it for us. Be blessed. We'll see you next week.